Soto daf Yud Aleph. We begin from the bottom of Yud Amabez, two lines from the bottom. It says, Va'afshalom lokach, It says that Avshalom, he took a certain house, a certain building, and he made it into a matseva, into a, a remembrance for himself while he was still alive. My lokach, what is it that he took? What did he buy? Amarish lokish, shalokach mekach rala atzmai. He bought himself a bad deal. This was this this memorial that was in the Amek, the Valley of the King. So the way I understand it is that he took this thing, he bought this thing that it ended up being a bad sign for him because by doing that thing, perhaps it hastened his death. Now the Gemara says another understanding. Why does it say that he got this memorial which was in the Valley of the King? What does it mean? The Valley here it means Amok. It means the depth. This was the depth of the king of the world. This was a great deep thought of Hashem. The verse says, I'm going to bring upon you some evil from your own house. After David HaMelech sinned with Bathsheba, so Hashem was goizer, decreed upon him that some evil will befall him from his own house. So this was reference to what was going to happen with Avshalom, his son. And Avshalom was indeed the one, Hashem Be'emek HaMelech, he was the one who was thought about in, in the depths of Hashem's mind, so to speak. Now, we find a similar idea, that the Pasuk says that he was sent from the depth of the valley of Hebron. It's talking about Yosef, when he was going to search out his brothers, which is the beginning of the whole story of the people of Israel going down to Mitzrayim, down to Egypt. What does it mean, the depths of Hebron, or the valley of Hebron? It was a result of the deep thoughts of a certain righteous person, Shekavar B'Chevron, who was buried in Hebron, who's that? It's referring to Avram Avinu, Dechsiv, Yadoya Teda Kiger Yezarecha. Hashem told Avram Avinu that his children would be strangers in a strange land. So this was the thought that began with Yosef's being, going down to look for his brothers. Now, we come back to the story. Ki Amar, Ainli Ben, Avshalom said the reason why he made this memorial for himself while he was still alive because he had no children. So the Gemara asks, is it true he had no children? Didn't he have children? The verses say earlier that he had three sons and one daughter. He didn't have any sons that were fitting to become a king. Rechizda, a different understanding. Rechizda says, no, actually his children died. Gemiri, we have learned, whoever burns his friend's wheat his friend's crops, he doesn't end up with any children. So he burned the crops of Yoav, as the verse says, he said to his servants, it's talking about Avshalom, he said, see the portion of Yoav which is near us, and over there he has barley, he said, burn it up on fire, and they went and they burnt it based on the word of Avshalom. So because he did that, so unfortunately, he didn't, his children all died, and therefore since he had no children, so he made this memorial. Now, the two dots. So he said in the Mishnah that just like we find by something that's not good, if someone says, does something that's not so good, so Hashem does corresponding to the act that he did, Hashem punishes him. So too, if someone does a good thing, so Hashem also rewards them. Tegmar asks, is it comparable? How is this the same midah? How is it the same measure? How long did Miriam stand there waiting for her brother? A short amount of time, maybe an hour, maybe 15 minutes, not such a long time. But here they waited for her seven days.
So it's not exactly Mida Kenege Mida, it doesn't correspond properly. Omar Abaye, Ema, Ule Inyan Hatoiva Inekein. Abaye says, don't read the Mishnah that way, rather say, when it comes to the good, it's not the same, it's not exactly to the same measure. Omar Le Rava, so Rava says to Abaye, it doesn't say that. In the Mishnah it says it's the same thing for, for the good. True, it's not going to be exactly the same measure, but it will be something, something will correspond. That it is true that when it comes to something good, so there's something that's going to be similar. For instance, by Miriam, so she waited for Moshe Rabbeinu. So, so too, Kala Yisrael waited for her. However, there's a difference. When it comes to the quantity of the reward, so the reward for a good action is much greater, but it does correspond in quality to the original action. Now, the Gemara says, The second wide line. She stood, her, his sister, it's talking about Miriam, stood on the side from afar. Rav Yitzchak says that we can find in this Pasuk references to the Shechina, to the Divine Presence in the entire Pasuk. By Tetzatzav, we find reference from the first word, Dichsev, as we find, Vayove Hashem Vayisyatsev. Each of the Pasukim we're going to bring is going to show that each of the words in this Pasuk elsewhere is used right next to the name of Hashem. So here it says, Vayove Hashem Vayisyatsev, Hashem came and He waited there. Vegoimer, etc. Achoyseh, the second word in the Pasuk is that His sister waited. We find this reference to Hashem, because the passage says, Say to wisdom, you are my sister. And Rashi points out that the verse says, Ki Hashem piv, That Hashem gives wisdom from His mouth. So we see that Chachma is something that's clearly related to Hashem. And there it says, Chachma next to Achoisi. So therefore, Achoisi in this passage is also in some way referenced to Hashem. Meirachik, the third word in the passage is from a distance. So we find that in reference to Hashem as well. Hashem nearly. Hashem appeared to me from a distance. Lo da'as, so the next word in the Pasuk is to know. Tehsiv, so we find this is in reference to Hashem. Kikel deis Hashem. Hashem is the God of knowledge. Ma, the next word in the Pasuk is ma, what? Tehsiv, ma Hashem lekech Hashem mach. We see that it's used right next to Hashem. What does Hashem require of you? So you see that the word what also has a reference to Hashem. Ye'ase, it says what's going to be, what's going to be done with the child. Ye'ase, so we find it's also reference to Hashem. Tehsiv, ki lo yase Hashem lekim davar. Hashem will not do anything. So the word Yase is next to Hashem here as well. The next word in the Pasuk is Loi, to him. Hashem called to him. So again, you have the word Hashem next to the word Loi. Two dots. There was a new king over the people of Israel, over Egypt actually. So we have, a, we have an argument between Rav and Shmuel. She was literally, these are famous, this is a famous Gemara because it's brought down in Rashi and the Psukim and Shmois. So it says, it was literally a brand new king. Once says, no, it was the same king, but he made new decrees. The one who says that he was Mamish, literally a new king. Because the Pasuk says he was new. So the one who says that no, he wasn't new, but rather he was just had new decrees. They're like, why does he say that? Because it doesn't say that the old king died and there was a new king, but rather just says Chadash. So it's teaching you that it was the same king, he didn't die, and he had new decrees. The next part of the Pasuk says, He didn't know Yosef. So it's impossible that if it was the same king, obviously, that he forgot about Yosef, but he made himself as if he forgot about Yosef at all. So he said to his nation, Behold, here is the people of Israel, Tana. So it says, we have a b'risa that says like this, 
So he started this idea first. It was his idea, therefore he was the first one to be punished. We know that he was the one who started it. As the verse says, He said to his nation, Therefore we find that in reference to punishment, he was mentioned first. As the verse says, Moshe Rabbeinu said to him, in, to you and to your nation and to all of your servants. So we see in reference to punishment, he is mentioned first because he was the one who started it. Now he continued with his idea, Hava nishak malo, let us be smarter than him. So Paro is saying, let us be smarter than him, the nation of Israel. Why does it say than him? Lahemi Bailei should say, let us be smarter than them. Explains, Let's be smarter than him. Who's him? It's referring to Hashem. Let's see, how does Hashem, when He comes to judge peoples, when He comes to judge nations who have done something wrong, how does He judge them? We see that He judges them with fire. As the verse says, God comes with fire. With fire does Hashem do judgment, etc. We also find that he uses sword, Ksiv. We see it says, He comes with the sword upon all flesh. So So he said, Let's, if we're going to take care of the, of the people of Israel, we're going to get rid of them, they're going to have to do it with water. How do we know? That God already promised, We see that Hashem promised that He would never again use water to destroy the world. As the verse says, The waters of Noah, those are for me. So Hashem promised that he would never ever do it again. However, they didn't realize Paro when he made this cheshven, when he made this calculation, he didn't realize that Hashem wouldn't punish them, the entire world he wouldn't punish, he wouldn't bring this marvelous type of destruction through water. Just one nation, however, who maybe, he would indeed destroy them with water, which is exactly what happened in the end. They were all destroyed in the sea. Inami, who ain't a maybe. He, or another explanation is, no, he doesn't bring it upon the, patient, the, the nation. But they can come and walk into the destruction through water. And that's what the Pasuk says, Egypt was rushing in to greet the waters. And this is what Rebbe says, What does it mean in the verse when it says, In this matter that they, that they intended upon them, so Zadu can also be translated Bikteira Shabishluba Nisbashlu with the pot that they cooked, meaning the thing that they tried to do to, to the people of Israel, that's what they were cooked with. So Me'emashma, from where do we know the high Zadu, that this word Zadu, Lishna de Kaderahu, that it's a type of word that refers to cooking. as the verse says, Vayozed Yaakov Nezid. The Pasuk says by Yaakov Avinu when he came to sell the birthright. When he, I'm sorry, he came to buy the birthright from Esav. But he says he was cooking up this this uh, red stuff, right? So it says cooking up vayazed, which means to cook. So we see there that the word zadu can also mean to cook. Amr bar Abba. The Gemara continues. Amr bar Abba. Amr b'Simoy. bar Abba said in the name of Rabbi Simoy. There were three people who gave, who were involved with the advice of Paro. Bilam, Ve'iov, Ve'isro. Three famous figures: Bilam and Job and Jethro. Bilam, so Bilam Sheyohatz, so he agreed with this advice of Paro. In the end, what happened to him? Neherag, he was killed. Eoiv Sheshosak, so Job, so he was quiet, he didn't say anything. So Nidam Yisurim, therefore he was judged with difficult tribulations. Yisro, however, Yisro Sheborach, 
So he ran away. He showed that he wasn't interested in this advice. He thought it was a horrible idea. So he merited that his grandchildren, his great-great-grandchildren, would sit in the Lishkas HaGazus. They would be part of the Sanhedrin. Shanamra, as the verse says, the family of the Seifrim, Yeshve Yabetz, those who, who live in Yabetz, Tir Asim, Shem Asim, Suchasim, Hema Hakinim Habayim, these are the Kinim who came Machmas Avi Beis Rechov. Because of their father, Beis Rechov, this is reference to Yisro. So we see that Yisro, his merit was that his great great grandchildren, because he ran away, he didn't agree to the Eitzah, to the advice of Paro, to the Sadia of Paro, so therefore he had a tremendous, a tremendous merit that his great great grandchildren sat on the Sanhedrin. Uchsiv, and the verse says, Uvnei Kani, Choysen Moshe, the children of Kani, so we see it uses the same word, it's referring to Yisrael. Okay, etc. The Goimer, etc. Now, two dots. Venil Chambonu, they will fight against us, Va'olam in Ha'aretz. And it says, it's, it means to say that we will be thrown out of the land, but it says they will be thrown out of the land. Va'alinu mi boile, the Gemara asks, it should say we will be thrown out. Amr bi'aba bar kahana, ke'adam shemakavol etsa'atzmoi. It's someone who's giving a, it's like someone who gives a curse to himself. But he doesn't want to say it upon himself, so he says it upon his friend. Now, the Pasuk continues. Va'yasimu alav sari misim, they placed upon him sari misim, these taskmasters. It doesn't, it says, a love upon him. Alehem mi boile. It shouldn't say upon him, it should say upon them. So they learned in the in the school of Malbain. What does it mean? It means they brought this kind of mold. They put inside of it this the cement and it was would form inside of the mold. So Visalu and he placed Paro himself, placed it around his neck. And if any Jew would say, I'm too fine, I, I can't do this kind of work, they would say to him, There's no one that's a greater fine person than Paro. So and he's doing it, so you can do it. Now Sorry, misim So that's the understanding of the pasuk. Sorry, misim masim. Something that places it upon you, because this was something that caused them to start to do the avoda. This is how they convinced them, because Paro himself was doing it. Leman anoisoi. So the pasuk continues in order to to make it hard for him. Bisivloisam in their work. Anoisam ibayle. Shouldn't say to make it hard for him. It should say hard for them. So the Gemara answers, explains that again, this is reference to Paro. He made it hard for Paro because Paro wanted to start them working, so he himself went down and did it himself. Vayiven are miskenos. It says they built these cities. Leparo for Paro. Rav So what is a miskenos? What is this type of city, miskenos? So there's an argument between Rav and Shmuel. Chad Omer is ba'alehem. It makes it dangerous for their owners. Or there's two different understandings, either for the people who are making them or for the people who are it's being made for. If it's for the people who are making them, it means that those who are involved in the actual binion in the in the building, so it's dangerous for those people, they could get hurt. But or it could mean it makes danger for those who are it's being built for because the because the Egyptians made the Jews work, so they were punished in the end. The Khadamar, the other Bshadishman it makes their owners or their workers poor. The Amar Markal whoever's involved in building, so he gets poor. So if the Pshad is it's going on the people who are actually building, so the Jews obviously were poor because they were builders and they weren't getting paid. Or it could be the understanding is that it's going on the Egyptians themselves, but they became poor in the end because the Jews went out and took all of their money. Now, as Pisa and Ves Ramses, they built these cities of Pisa and Ramses. So it seems the Gemara understands that it's the same exact place, and there were two different names for the same place. Rav Shmuel, 
Chad Omer, so we have an argument between Rab and Shmuel. One says, Pisam Shema, that its name was really Pisam. So why was it also called Ramses? As they would try to build it, each level, the first level that they would build, it would get destroyed. And as they would build the next level, it would, it would then also get destroyed. The other one says, Ramses Shema, it's really, it was called Ramses. So why was it also called Pisam? That each level that they would try to build up, it would be swallowed up by the ground. Maybe some kind of earthquake would happen each time that they would build a level. Vikasher Ya'anu Oisam, I'm sorry, Oisoi, and according to how much they would give them troubles, give him troubles, Kain Yerba Vechain Yifrites, Kain Ravu Vechain Partsmi Bailei. It says they will become great and they will spread out. Why doesn't it say they did? It should have said past tense, it says it in future tense. Amrish Lakish, so Rish Lakish explains, Ruach HaKodesh Mevas Rason. This was a statement that was, says, that was said by, by Ruach HaKodesh, maybe by a Baskol, by a heavenly voice. King Paral, you're trying to destroy them, to make them few, but rather what's going to happen, they're going to become very many. Now, Vayakotsu, two dots, last, last, second to last line in the Gemara. Vayakotsu mebnei b'nei Israel. What does this mean? They became disgusting from the people of Israel. This teaches us that in the eyes of the Egyptians, so the people of Israel, whenever the Egyptians would see them, it would make them feel like they had thorns in their body and their eyes. The passage continues, They made them work with, Parech means hard labor. We're going to darshan. We're going to try to understand that.